1: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission.
5: Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. It is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I've just been in the land of lakes. We call it Lakeland here in West Central Florida. But, of course, I'm host of the Bill Bunkley Show, and I want to welcome you to today's edition. I know we've got about a 1,000 people that are moving to Florida every day, so maybe you've been doing some channel surfing and you happen to run across our page. Well, I hope that you will listen, hope you'll bookmark this page in your mind, and come often. We're on the air every weekday afternoon from 3 to 6 p.m., and we are keeping you up to date with some of the major issues of the day with commentary from a Christian worldview and of course, that's a conservative worldview as well i'm your watchman on your wall watchman on the wall not only here on salem radio we're broadcasting all across west central florida right now proud to be part of the salem media group also watchman on the wall in tallahassee and I want to tell you that we're getting ready for the legislative session to begin on january 11 it's going to be early this year to run for 60 days from January 11th. But for right now, reminding you that we are in the midst of a civil war. We are in the midst of a rebellious people. We are in the midst of people who are shaking their fists at God. We're in a, in the midst of people who have sold out their lives for the idol of pleasure, convenience, the idol of power. And it is it is the virus of humanism. If you missed our conversation yesterday with Dr. George Barna, you can catch that right now by going to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com on the top navigation bar, you'll see the word archives if you will just click on the archive go to yesterday's show you'll find it very interesting because we had a conversation about humanism and postmodernism and how that has affected believers it's one thing to that we all acknowledge that it has affected the pagan world around us the secular world around us But I tell you, there's a lot of folks who believe that they are walking with the Lord, but they don't pay close attention to the scriptures. And that's what we try to do right here each and every afternoon when we spend time with you. So, standing here in the gap for our American values. Those American values are both the Old and New Testament scriptures that made up our Constitution. And I pledge to you each and every day, and I'll do it right now again, to be forever faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to his principles. And those are our Judeo-Christian principles. And for the areas that we're keeping a close eye eye on 24-7 is our faith, our freedom, as guaranteed by our First Amendment to the Constitution our families, to raise them up into wisdom and admonition of the Lord without government interference. And, of course, free enterprise, capitalism. Understand that if you know your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he was the farthest away from government socialism. And just because the early disciples came and pulled their resources together, that is not socialism that we are talking about being thrust upon us today all across the Fruited Plain. And we have an uh, opportunity for you to give us a call. Brian is with us. He takes a little time off on Sundays and Mondays, but he's standing by. If you'd like to join the conversation, the number to call is 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. That's 877 You can uh, text me on the Bill Bunkley show text line at 813-444-6264. 813-444-6264. And then you can also email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Well, in a few moments, the 2021 annual meeting of the Florida Baptist State Convention will be wrapping up at the Lakes Church in Lakeland, Florida, formerly known as the First Baptist Church on the Mall there in Lakeland on Memorial Highway. I've had the distinct pleasure to um, be with uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ of the of the Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist denomination for the last three days. We kicked off things on Sunday with what is called the Pastors Conference. And that uh, transitions into the annual meeting of the Florida Baptist Convention, which happened yesterday afternoon at 3. And they'll be concluding this afternoon at about 4.30 or so. And um, I had an opportunity to set up uh, our presentation booth there for the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And, of course, uh, one of my major responsibilities as the president of that organization is that I am the legislative consultant by way of the firm to the Florida Baptist State Convention. And uh, not just on legislative matters, we've been advising them on um, What is the amendment that maybe some of you have heard about the human life amendment. And so, um, if you're just joining us for the first time, I have been in that role for 26, 27 years, long time. Also been here, I think 16 years on the air with uh, the Bill Bunkley show. So God has called me to the issues of the day. And when we see the encroachment of our values, Well, those encroachments, well, they become issues, and we are delighted and honored to be able to be here this afternoon. Now, some of you may know, especially if you live in the area of Temple Terrace here in Hillsborough County, a lot of you know Dr. Paul Purvis, and a lot of you know him because he has his radio program right here on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Well, I'm delighted to report to you that, uh, there is a president that is elected the, uh, of the Florida Baptist convention, state convention. And, uh, Dr. Purvis this morning, uh, his name was put in nomination, uh, by pastor Jimmy Scroggins from uh, Palm beach area. And, uh, no one else challenged that nomination, and so by acclamation, we're just proud to announce that uh, Dr. Paul Purvis is now going to serve as the president of the Florida Baptist Convention for the next two years, and to give you an idea of uh, the responsibilities, we are very involved with church plants, very, very involved on the missions field, and um, i tell you what, both of those are so very much essentially needed. But, a, but certainly, it's just so impressive to see the number of church plants that the convention has been responsible for all throughout the state of Florida. Now, the convention site rotates around. So, uh, when Dr. Paul is going to be serving at the next convention, will be this time November of 2022, we will be meeting in Pensacola, Florida. And as Dr. Ted Trailer likes to refer to that area, he's with Olive Baptist Church. Uh, he uh, calls it the Western Gateway to the Sunshine State. So we'll be there in November. That's about a 10hour trek both ways. And then in 2023, which would be the second year of uh, Dr. Paul Purvis's uh, tenure, We'll be meeting right back here in Tampa, and we'll be meeting at my home church, and that is Idaho Baptist Church in Lutes, north, uh, northwest Hillsborough County, and we'll be right back here in two years. So for years truly, I'm always participating in the convention, and so um, I'll have a, a nice long journey next year to get to Pensacola, and then it'll be right here in our backyard for the year after that. But um, it was just good to get out, especially since so many of us have not been able to get out and around because of the, the COVID virus. And, uh, yes, for those of you that are interested, I don't go anywhere in public that I'm not wearing my N95 mask. And, yes, it is uh, uh, it is the, the type of N95 mask that is issued by... The hospitals is the real McCoy. And uh, because of my uh, immune system uh, being compromised, I had a bone marrow transplant uh, back in 2018 uh, as a result of being diagnosed with the deadly, deadly cancer of AML leukemia that uh, now I'm careful when I'm out and about. And yes, I have had all three vaccinations with Moderna. Uh, because of uh, my health condition and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of elements to your decision of whether or not you get vaccinated or not but uh, in my station in my situation um it was um it was kind of a no-brainer for me that uh having the protection to do everything i could with my compromised immune system to do everything i could to make sure that i was um uh, protected so um and I got to tell you, with the real N95 masks, if you think you have a little bit of CO2 buildup when you're wearing your mask at work or going through your responsibilities, I can tell you when you have the N95 on, and by the way, what that means is you're 95% protected both ways. In other words, folks that are around me, if I have the mask on, they are 95% protected that I'm not going to pass along anything to them. But an N95, unlike just regular masks that have no protection from others, uh, this one will protect me 95% from those that I'm standing and visiting with. So um, after a couple, three days of uh, uh, having a lot of opportunity to um, re-inhale my own CO2, I can tell you I'm a little bit whipped this afternoon. But you know what? God be the glory for great things He has done. My day started out with a wonderful quiet time with Him, and to um, just bless this day in the lead—it's been very, very awesome indeed. So, it's going to be back with you this afternoon. I'm going to take a time out. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. We've got a lot to talk about on this Tuesday, the 11th day of November in the year of our Lord, 2021. I'll be right back.
6: Maybe this is you too. A lot of people do not like their health plan right now, and they're worried they're stuck with it. One that costs too much or doesn't meet their needs or for whatever reason, they're just not happy with it. If that is you, some great news. There really is another choice. It's called MetaShare, and it's such a great option, especially if you're self-employed, changing jobs, or part of the gig economy. Here's what you get when you switch to MetaShare: First, huge savings. The typical family saves $500 a month. You also get a massive doctor network, or you can just use the doctor of your choice, or MetaShare's free 24-7 telehealth option. And you get to be part of something you can believe in. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. No wonder MediShare gets double the customer satisfaction ratings compared with typical health insurance. So no, you are not stuck. You've got a great alternative. Call now. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE.
7: Word of Life creates faith-defining experiences that give students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walks. We share the gospel and support local churches in over 80 countries through high-energy youth camps and events, as well as 11 Bible Institute campuses. If you're looking for hands-on, practical help in your church, Word of Life Youth Ministries offers local advocates as well as biblical, relevant curriculum to help you serve better. Learn more at wol.org.
8: At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is, is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel, weekday afternoons at 2 and again at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
6: The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls,
2: it won't prevent. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph.
5: that should be our focus 24 7 i mean that is the message from the holy spirit we have to keep focusing on where his focus is we have to be where he is working in our life and when we get up and begin our day we have to realize that we have to be very sensitive to the plans he wants to accomplish through you now for the rest of the day. You never know if you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you know that oftentimes it's that still small voice that comes through. But you've got to be be in a position to want to hear from him. And I can tell you when I go to opportunities like the last two or three days and you never know the conversations that the lord is orchestrating and the topics that you'll be talking about and of course in my particular area of ministry it's all about the issues it's all about the the mess that we're in as a nation and um quite frankly a lot of folks who they're busy where god has called them and they want to have a conversation with me what do i think what do we ought to be doing? Well, I'm humbled by that, but at the same time, it is, um, it's is—it's sobering. Uh, not that I drink, but I mean, it's sobering that communication and how we communicate and how we process the things that happen to us is really the basis of whether we have victory in Christ or not. A case in point. Uh, The last couple days, how many times have you reacted to something in the flesh? Maybe you were even by yourself. It's so easy, easy, easy peasy to react in the flesh. But you know what? It's also an awesome victory at those moments during the day when you step back, you ask the Lord for his wisdom and guidance, you feel a prompting of the spirit in a certain direction or certain words, and you're obedient, and then you're blessed. You know, of all the things that we talk about here, it's very important to talk about the fact that I want you to have that victory in Jesus. The victory is yours, but understand that Satan will come along and he will lie to you, he will deceive you. Understand, my brothers and sisters. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy you. And that's why we have to remember that he's like, an, he's like a roaring lion. And that lion is walking around, looking for his opportunity to meet you at your greatest weakness to take you down. And I know it's tough to watch and I know many of you have looked away but have you ever seen a video National Geographic of a of a lion that has identified a particular prey And then that lion sort of lays in wait and you watch his eyes and he's contemplating and he's contemplating because a lion is a professional hunter. The lion is feared by almost every beast in the chain of animal life. But when When he starts going for his prey, I'm going to tell you what, the fight is on. And I think that's why the Lord used the imagery of a lion for you and I. To realize, especially if we know the areas that we are vulnerable, and if there are areas that we're tempted every day, The Bible tells us that we need to pray, and we need to pray the blood of Jesus over all of what we do, especially in the areas of temptation. Your sin is not when you're tempted. Your sin is not when that inappropriate fault, that fiery dart that comes in. Because Satan doesn't play fair. Whatever progress you've made in the Lord, remember that if you don't stay in the Spirit, He's looking to come back and to, and to close that out in your life. But we have the victory. We have the victory. And it's, it's a shame when I have a chance to run into folks, and you can tell... That they've got head knowledge about the victory, but they don't have the heart knowledge. They just don't know. But God be the victory for great things he has done. want well, to remind you, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is uh, available right now. And you can have your mortgage or rent paid for a year. All you have to do is go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com, and you can register right there for the Christmas Mortgage Sweepstakes. Now, you can register every day between now and the 20th of December, and I know that we could really change your life if we could give you that relief on a mortgage payment or relief on your rent, and we hope that you are our grand prize winner. There'll be just one. Because this is our most popular annual tradition. And I hope you will go to our website at Let's letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and enter today. And enter each and every day until you come to December the 20th. That will be the last day of the contest. we going to take a break. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
9: Yes I
10: am Free dust, he has His runs While I was a safety, sin Jesus With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Inflation at the wholesale level rose eight point six percent last month from a year earlier, according to the Labour Department matching September's record annual gain and offering more evidence that inflationary pressures are not easing. Vice President Harris is in Paris for a visit aimed at shoring up the U.S. relationship with France. Washington's relations with Paris hit a historic low this year after a U.S.-British submarine deal with Australia scuttled a French deal to sell subs to the Australian Navy. Former Georgia Senator Max Cleland has died. Cleland elected to the Senate in 1996, but failed to win reelection in 2002. He served his country in Vietnam, where in 1968 he lost both legs and arms in combat. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 172 points, the NASDAQ off 114. This is SRN News.
12: Pros. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. The great exodus has begun from the nation's largest public school districts. A record number of families are voting with their feet in the nation's bluest cities. In New York's public school system, America's largest, enrollment has dropped by 50,000 students since 2019. That's a whopping 4.5%. In Los Angeles, the nation's second largest, there's a record loss of 6% of enrollment, 27,000 students leaving. COVID has spawned an education revolution. Urban parents at home with children barred from school by teachers' unions got a firsthand look at what their children were learning. They were not impressed. Whatever a parent's politics, race, or socioeconomic background, they all want their children to have the opportunities that only come with a quality education. At last... The tide of education reform is beginning to roll like a mighty wave. For those who need it most, it's long overdue
2: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hey, fellow homeowners, interest rates could be on the rise, so don't miss this window of opportunity. Take advantage of today's historically low rates when you call Purpose Funding. You can save up to $750 per month on your monthly mortgage payment. Skip up to two months of payments and close in as little as 15 days. That's extra money put right back into your pocket through the holiday season. They'll show you how to save lots of money by paying off high interest debt and use that savings to pay your home off quickly. Call the trusted experts at Purpose Funding today and speak to a knowledgeable agent. The consultation is free, but your savings could be substantial. Just 15 minutes is all it takes. Call Purpose Funding today. 855-760-2651. 855-760-2651. You could save as much as $750 per month on your monthly mortgage. Skip up to two months of mortgage payments and close in as little as 15 days. Call 855-760-2651 or PurposeFunding.com. Purpose Funding. Animos number 273299. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show.
7: Oh, hi there. I'm Attorney Patrick Smith. Join me on Saturday mornings for the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, where you can call in with your legal questions or just tune in to be entertained by the legal questions of others. During the week, feel free to visit my website at Smith. Dot .com Again, I'm attorney Patrick Smith and join me Saturday mornings at 8 for the Attorney Patrick Smith show. Listen to the
8: Attorney Patrick Smith show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. What if I news ever some say don't ask for help god helps the ones who help themselves so press on get it right otherwise get left behind some say he's keeping score so try hard then try a little more But hold up if this were
2: true explain to me what the cross is for what if i would want to tell you
13: There. Written a brand new book,
5: and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about creation. Going to be talking about well, those that believe that science doesn't point to the Bible, those that do. Eric Metaxas is asking the question in his brand new book, and think about this: Is atheism dead? Is atheism dead? Now, he's a best-selling author, as many of you know, and his books have been translated into 25 languages. And he's a colleague right here on Salem Radio all across the nation as well. And uh, he's also have, has the acclaimed conversation series, Socrates in the City. He's always talking about the culture. And uh, he has uh, been in the New York Times, the New Yorker, Atlantic, Wall Street Journal, lives in New York City, was with us uh, a few years ago for one of our uh, prayer brunches here. And with that, uh, Eric Metax is good to have you back on the show this afternoon.
13: It's my privilege. Thanks for having me. And I'm coming to Tampa like, what, January 15th, which suddenly is not that far away.
5: Right around the corner. You're going to be one of those thousand people coming to Florida Day. At least you're going to leave when you get done, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
13: that's correct. That's correct.
5: We'd love to have you here. Okay, let's take us back. You wrote uh, an article for the Wall Street Journal, I believe, which was the source of this whole atheism question. Uh, tell us how your book came to be.
13: Well, I mean, it's a funny thing. I have for years been interested in, you know, the science, uh, the scientific evidence for God and this idea, which is not true, that science is pushing faith away or that faith is the, the enemy of science. I mean, that's ridiculous if you know any of the basics, but it's one of those lies in the culture that you hear it over and over. Since I was a kid, you keep hearing about this, and a lot of people have come to believe it, and... A few years ago, I wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal, which really was uh, uh, taken from my Miracles book. I wrote a book on miracles, and I talk about the what they call the fine-tuned universe. Science increasingly discovers things about the universe, about the Earth, that are so perfectly calibrated that if it was one degree this way or one degree that way, there would be no life. And you think, this is big news. This is science pointing to the idea that, we didn't just get here. We look – if everything looks perfectly designed, and I say perfectly. I mean ridiculously perfectly designed. So I looked into it more and more, and I thought, this is so fascinating. And the big news is that most people are unaware of it, that science is pointing to the existence of God. I mean, it's, it's big news. And so eventually I decided I need to write a book that deals with this more directly Uh, And it really came about – I met two people over the last couple of years that that just – I happened to meet, if you believe in coincidence, and they had big pieces of the puzzle, big stories that nobody's heard about. I said, this is ridiculous. I need to, to tell their stories. I need to write about all this other stuff and let people know that the evidence for God at this point is absolutely overwhelming. And the really big news is that you never hear about it. You you would dream that you, you think you're you're living in a world where this is not even possible. And so I thought this is crazy. We've gotta get the gotta get the word out. We know, we now know as a result of the world going insane over the last few years that the narrative in the culture is often not what you think it is. And this is at the heart of everything. I mean if you really wanna know why would we be sliding toward socialism, why would people you know, uh, do what they do, a lot of it has to do with fully pushing God out of the picture. And I said, the evidence for God is overwhelming. Let's present the evidence. And I think people's minds are going to be blown because my mind was blown. I, I really kind of almost can't get over it. But the the reason I titled the book is Atheism Dead is because in 1966, Time magazine came out with that famous cover (laughs) article that asked the question, Is God Dead? And that's kind of become the reigning narrative, right? That, you know, God is probably whatever, some old-fashioned idea that science, the more we progress, the more we push him out of the picture. Is God dead? Well, I said, now the question has to be, Is atheism dead? Because the, the evidence is so overwhelming, you can be an agnostic, you can say, I have questions. But to say there's no God, I simply don't believe it's intellectually tenable once you dare to look at the information.
5: Eric Metaxas, we need to hear a lot more of what you share in this book that I recommend for everyone, Is Atheism Dead? Why? Because oftentimes now, now more than the last decade or two, we've got all the wokeness that's going on. And I remember back when uh, Christopher Hitchens, uh, he was uh, in the posse with Richard Dawkins, but if they don't, Argue with you on a level playing field, they'll try to disqualify you. He called Billy Graham a self-conscious fraud, uh, disgustingly evil man. That was Christopher Hitchens. And today, it's gotten much worse, Eric, because you probably are on the front lines of this because you have been canceled on some platforms because of uh, what you write and what you share, which happens to be the truth. Talk about this because. It is only through books like this that right now we're going to get a lot of the truth because we're being cut off in many other areas, aren't we? Well, look, uh, the
13: answer is yes, we are. But uh, look, we've always been in a spiritual battle. There's always been good. There's always been evil. There's always been people trying to hide the truth. There's always been people uh, refusing to look at the truth. They, They don't want to know. And I, I really think that, you know, by the way, when you say I was, my show was canceled off of YouTube, and I really was astonished, and it reminds me to ask your audience to go to my website, which is just my name, Eric Metaxas, and sign up for my newsletter, because I do these amazing interviews with people, and, you know, I, I want people to have access to it. But I really know that when you begin to look at this stuff, it, it's kind of like when somebody overplays their hand, they go a little too far, and you go, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. And you look into it. Before, you were taking their word for it. We're kind of, we're there in the culture where we're being pushed so far that people think, wait a second, wait a second. That doesn't sound right. That does, you, you know, You're telling me things that I, I, I can't buy them. And the God question is the biggest issue of all. So I started to look at some of what Christopher Hitchens, Said What Richard Dawkins said, these are the new atheists from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It is utterly preposterous. I, I never dreamt that their arguments would be so shallow, that they would be so intellectually dishonest. And I, I'm not even exaggerating slightly. I mean, it's, it's amazing that they were allowed to get away with it. And I, so I deal with them at the end of the book. It's not a book about atheism. It's really a book no. about the good news of, of the evidence. Amen. The scientific evidence is astonishing. When I say astonishing, I mean I dare anybody to read the first third of this book, which is just the first third about science, and tell me you're not blown away. And and again, I I found this stuff. It's not like I, I'm the first person to find it, but I said I've got to put this in a book because people almost won't believe it. We've been living in a world where you never hear about this stuff. You just assume all the smart people don't believe in God. It is amazing scientific evidence. Then I go into archaeological evidence, which, again, some of it is just is just beyond belief. They, they discovered biblical Sodom, and I don't mean they sort of discovered it or they think they discovered it. I mean, this is open and shut, absolutely clear that they discovered the place, destroyed in 1700 B.C., whatever, and it's all in the details. You kind of think, I never dreamt that I could that I, that this could be possible in my lifetime, they would discover something from so early in the Bible. So there's a, there's a lot of fun stories in the um, you know in the science and in the archaeology because basically people can be funny. You know when you when you see people doing what they do, it's it's always funny. But the last part of the book I deal with atheism and with the lie that somehow faith is at odds with science. I say that not only is that not true, yes, but Faith points to science, science points to faith, and it's actually, you know, when I really understood this, that that the scientific revolution and modern science that is always being praised by atheists, it came directly out of Christian faith. I don't mean sort of, I mean directly. And non-Christian historians have written about this, and I quote them in my book, that it's the assumptions of Christian faith that made science come into being in the modern age. And I thought, why have we all believed this lie? Because it's been promoted, you know, most of our lifetimes, wherever you look. Carl Sagan, my gosh, when he was doing the Cosmos series, in 1980, mm-hmm. or whatever it was, he's pushing these ideas. And it all went unchallenged, mostly. And I said, this isn't even close. This is like a blowout. When you look at the evidence for God, mm-hmm. it's such a blowout. All you can really do... Is hide the evidence, and that's effectively what people have done. And, and for different reasons, people have cooperated. So I said, I'm going to lay it out. And and some of it is just so delightful when you read it. You I, when you realize it, you just think, this is beautiful. Uh, I'm I'm gonna my faith feels different because now I know that there's just no question. I don't know why I maybe bought some of these ideas a little bit, or I was shy about sharing my faith. That when you when you understand. The, the 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 newer evidence, in particular, you see, you just say, "Wow!" I just, I, I never dreamt science would point to God, but that's exactly what's happened. I think God has a sense of humor. That's the bottom line. Mm.
5: And let's not forget that uh, Newton, Maxwell, the early scientists—they had a belief in the God of the Bible until we had the just the disruption with uh, the whole monkey thing. But uh, got about a minute and a half, two minutes left. Eric Metaxas, your book. Uh, is atheism dead look we got a lot of parents who have no idea how the scientific evidence that you chronicle in your book is pointing to the bible as being absolutely trustworthy and accurate uh it's not being taught in public schools and probably the latest information isn't even being taught in some of our christian schools no most people most christians go ahead
13: ahead. no you go ahead Uh I was going to say, most Christians have no idea about this. That's why I was so shocked, and I said, I have to write this book. I said, we need to know that the more, evidence, sci- the more science progresses, the more it makes it open and shut. There is zero chance that the universe, this planet, life could have come into being through random naturalistic processes. There is zero chance. You could have said 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Well, I, I still see it this way. The new evidence makes it overwhelming, and I'm telling you, there's a reason a lot of scientists are not talking about this. It's very embarrassing. They don't know where to go with it. They come up with really kooky stuff, like the the theory of you know an infinity of universes, and we just happen to be the lucky ones to be in the perfect universe. I mean, really crazy stuff that makes faith in God look like you know. Uh, infinitely easier to believe and so we're living in exciting times and I want people to know that because I think during these dark times we need some encouragement so Is Atheism Dead is my shot at encouraging people
5: Let me just tell you folks my mom had a hard time coming to faith because of false science you need to get up to date get your book Is Atheism Dead get it for Thanksgiving Eric Metaxas is my guest and author Eric thanks for being with us today best wishes on this must read book
13: God bless
5: you. Thank you.
4: Take care.
14: You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are
6: cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called TripAmigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels. Plus, rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a once in a lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with TripAmigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there call trip amigo now and mention the travel code amigo and save even more call trip amigo now
8: 800-772-4165 800-772-4165 800-772-4165 that's
4: 800-772-4165 here's dr charles stanley keeping believers in touch with god we give thanks to god and refocuses our attention goes thinking about it. You
8: get up in the morning, uh, you sort of have to hurry up, fix your breakfast, whatever you do over your children, and next thing you know, you're into it in the day. And so, it doesn't mean that we're just to thank Him in the morning and thank Him in the evening, but all during the day, we should live with a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving to God. But there is something about those early morning hours, something about those early times, because if it were not so, He wouldn't have said here, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Think about it. And that is His loving kindness in the morning. We have that to look forward to. God, I'm going to trust you for these things, whatever it might be. And then in the evening to do what? To thank Him for His faithfulness that He's been
4: to us all day long. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org.
14: During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed, and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-869-5510. 1-800-869-5510. Representatives are standing by to assist you. 1-800-869-5510. 1-800-869-5510. I
9: would love to speak directly to that grandparent that's listening. Um, I'm almost emotional speaking to you because I I feel your heart, and I know that it can be hard if you're not connected.
1: Shelly Tomlinson on Focus on the Family Minute.
9: But I want to promise you that the Lord wants that more than you do. He wants you to be connected with your family and with your kids and with your grandkids. And I would just so encourage you to partner with Him. The very first thing I would say is pray pray mm. about it and then own up to what you have done Own your own your mess that's the part exactly of the right. uh, relationship that's your mess yeah. Own it because your kids need to hear that's that. that's humility and that's the humility that the lord can bless and then just so many times we don't say vocally what we want but vocalize that with your kids you know i've done this is where i own what's gone wrong but i want something different for your kids and i want to be in their life
1: hear more from shelley at familyminute.org.
0: Jesus, take the beauty from
8: the pain. Jesus, lift these weary hands again. Turn the silence into songs of praise. Jesus.
5: Bill Bunkley here. Nothing better, nothing better than to just crawl up in the arms of Jesus and to lean on him. Amen? Amen. Hey, I want to remind you that i uh, got something else to give away. It's great. Love to give things away. This one is special to me. Remember we were talking about the Lion of Judah? Just for the bottom of the hour? Well, we're actually talking about lions, but now I want to shift to the Lion of Judah. I had a delightful time a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, when we got a chance to interview Paul Wilbur. Yep, Paul Wilbur, who wrote all of that praise music over the last two or three decades. Kind of what I was feeding on in terms of his leadership through his worship music and then or the churches, it was just, it was all, all that. Well, now he's written a book. It's called Roar from Zion. And yes, we've got The Lion of the Jungle on the front cover. And this is a book that's discovering the power of Jesus through ancient Jewish traditions. You have a heritage. You have a Christian heritage, and I would argue you have a Jewish heritage because you have been grafted in by way of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I can't tell you how the Spirit flows abundantly when you are in the midst of a praise and worship time and opportunity where it is traditional Jewish music. And I hope that if you haven't been to Israel, you can go to Israel, because then you'll also be able to hopefully experience not only Jewish praise music, music, and yes, there's Messianic praise music, uh, but also the dancing, the Jewish dancing. So go to our website right now. We've got two signed copies of... The new book, three unsigned copies. Honored to tell you that it's a book that was published by Salem Books. We have Salem Books and we have Regnery. Both of those are outstanding. Leaders in not only faith publications, books, but also conservative publications. Go to letstalkfaith.com, click on the yellow banner for the Salem Book of the Month, and register today. And know that you can come back time and time and time and time and time again and register each and every day to the end of November. I'd like to give you an update this afternoon, and that is you may or may not have heard that Franklin Graham underwent heart surgery yesterday. I got word last evening that Franklin had checked into the Mayo Clinic in New York. Actually, it was in Minnesota. It was in Minnesota's Mayo Clinic. And that he is now today recovering from successful heart surgery. The press release that came out from Samaritan's Purse, reports that Franklin had developed a disease called constrictive pericarditis, pericarditis, which includes inflammation. It includes the hardening of the pericardium, and that is the sac that encircles our hearts. And when that hardening kicks in, it compresses the heart muscle, and you can imagine your heart has to beat. And so this particular diagnosis, it prevents the heart from working properly. Got some good news, though, this afternoon. The doctors expect him to make a, a complete and a full recovery. He is absolutely expected to resume his normal ministry schedule. He authored a message. Let me share that message with you this afternoon. Franklin Graham wrote, and I quote, Yesterday I underwent a specialized heart surgery at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. I had developed constrictive pericarditis, which is an inflammation, a hardening of the sac around the heart. And we thank God, Franklin says, that it went well. The team here at Mayo Clinic does such an incredible job. I couldn't speak more highly of them. My doctors said I should expect this full recovery. I look forward to many opportunities around the world in 2022 to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to invite people to put their faith and trust in him. I'm also looking forward to being able to ride my motorcycle by the time the warm weather hits, and I appreciate everyone's prayers. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for protecting Franklin Graham. I'm Bill Moncrief. The Bill Moncrief Show. Be right back.
7: Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Call eight five five six five seven ninety nine ten for licensing terms and restrictions. With the holidays right around the corner. Would a little extra cash come in handy?
5: Instead of loading up those high-interest credit cards, get the cash you need the smart way. With home values at all-time highs and interest rates still low, Cash Call Mortgage can help you get the cash you need from your home's equity and get a low interest rate at the same time. How does a cash-out refinance mortgage and a rate in APR in the twos sound? We'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Need extra holiday cash? Want to pay off high-interest debt? Or just put money away for a rainy day? Then a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage is the perfect solution. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651.
8: 800-931-6651. WTBN Pinellas Park. W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa.
10: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Biden administration eager to start selling the bipartisan infrastructure deal to the American people. What else correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. In the coming days and weeks, President Biden and administration
15: officials will be fanning out across the country talking up the just-approved $1 trillion bill. It has funding for roads, bridges, public transit, and broadband, and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg claims it's not really a hard sell. Look, a lot of this sells itself because communities never needed to be persuaded that their bridge needed to be fixed or that their airport needed an upgrade. White House messaging will be important given that polls show many Americans don't know
10: what's contained in the legislation. Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at SRNNews.com, the White House says President Biden is extending the federal government's 100% reimbursement of COVID-19 emergency response costs to states, tribes, and territories through April 1st, 2022. The extension, and indication that after premature declaration of victory over the pandemic in July, the administration is preparing for continued COVID-19 disruptions well into next year. In a move that shocked the National Republican Party, New Hampshire Republican Governor Chris Sununu has announced he will not run for the Senate in 2022 and will instead seek another term as governor. Sununu said, speaking from Concord, New Hampshire, quote, I'd rather push
14: myself 120 miles an hour delivering a win for New Hampshire than to slow down, end up on Capitol Hill debating partisan politics without results. That's why I'm going to run for a fourth term. Sununu's move is also a blow for Republicans, who saw him as a prime candidate to run against Democrat incumbent Senator Maggie Hassan and leaves an open field for other potential GOP challengers, which could include former Senator Kelly Ayotte and New Hampshire Education Commissioner Frank Edelblut. Bernie Bennett reporting.
10: And on Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, stocks are lower. The Dow off 120 points. This is SRN News.
16: The following. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying
17: too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
10: A warning about religious liberty.
18: The government's chief advisor on the question of spiritual freedom around the world says things are getting bad in India, Russia, Syria, and Vietnam. The U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom is urging the State Department to put those four on its list of countries of particular concern. The commission says Christians and other religious minorities are being persecuted in each of those places, with India suffering a sharp spike in attacks on non-Hindus.
10: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Francis Catholic Church announcing it will financially compensate sex abuse victims by selling property assets or taking out a loan if needed. French bishops have released a statement saying they will set up an independent national body tasked with addressing compensation issues. They've also called on Pope Francis to send a team of visitors to assess the Church's response regarding child protection. This is SRN News.
2: Odyssey.
11: Depending on where you are, you can pick up Faith Talk Radio on the FM dial. If you're on holiday to St. Petersburg or from Brandon to the coast, listen to all your favorite Faith Talk programming on FM 100.3. Strength between Sundays, always on AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com and in Northwest Hillsborough County on FM 100.3.
0: This is Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold
16: of Yankee Arnold Ministries. I want you to join me for the beginning of my new radio show right here on WTBN 910 and 570 each weekday. There is a new name, a new time, but the same clear gospel message. Mark it down. Call a friend this is Ralph Yankee Arnold God bless and keep looking up weeknights at 6 on faith talk radio
8: online at let's strength between Sundays faith talk 570 and 910 online at let's
5: Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome back to hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. And we're going to have a Florida focus here for a few moments because it is a great day to be alive right here in the great state of Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, the host of Bill Bunkley Show. If you happen to be just channel surfing this afternoon, and I've gotten into more of a habit to say that because many of you at a thousand people a day coming to the state, I'm sure with the afternoon drive, you're looking around trying to figure out what's going on. Well, if you want to be informed from a conservative worldview, if you want to be informed by a biblical worldview, and oh, by the way, I'll give you a little code on that biblical worldview. It's nothing probably more than what you remember as traditional family values in the 50s and 60s before all the radical protest in america now I'm all about protesting I'm not stifling free speech but I just want to tell you that we believe that the country that was formed by our founding fathers after we fought for our freedom that was a that was a band of people they were either followers of Christ or they accepted the teachings of the old and new testament we were born as a Christian nation. And don't let any kind of fast-talking, revised, history sort of individual try and tell you otherwise. It's just not true. Add that to the filing cabinet or the trash bin of so many other things that are being stated and taught in our schools our university and college campuses. We're in the midst of a civil war. It's not a shooting civil war, but we are definitely in the midst of a civil war, not only of values, but also of our livelihood. I'm your watchman on the wall. And I wanna welcome, especially those who are tuning in on our News Talk answer station, 930 Sarasota Bradenton. An hour and hour number two of those of you that's tuned in on our Faith Talk, 57910. This is Salem Radio covering all of West Central Florida. And I'm honored to be on the platform this afternoon, each and every day from 3 to 6. And of course, so proud of our umbrella organization, which is Salem Media Group, the leader in all things conservative, faith. Internet, internet marketing, websites, you name it. You name it. Well, I'm standing in a gap once again this afternoon for our American values. And I pledge to you to be forever faithful. First to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his worldview, only through the power of the Holy Spirit and to conservatism. And I'm here to defend... Our Judeo and Christian principles. If you believe in defending our faith, you're at the right spot. If you're here wanting to defend all of our freedoms, including speech, religion, as outlined by the First Amendment, you're at the right place this afternoon. If you believe as parents, it is within your right to raise your children long as they're not being harmed or abused, but that it is up to you, the parents, to raise your children and not the school board, not a rogue teacher that wants to just absolutely indoctrinate their worldview values. Contrary to your family values, you're at the right place. And oh by the way, whether you're a Christian, Non-Christian, free enterprise. That's right. Capitalism, free enterprise is something that is supported by all fronts, and especially right here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Now the phone lines will be open. If you want to chat with me, chime in as Captain Matt Bruce is very known of saying overnight or news talk stations, you can give us a call. Brian is standing by, the producer. So capable. So capable. Number to call right now is toll-free. We'll pick up the tab if you're not on a cell phone. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. For those of you modern folks, you want to tell me your opinion or give me a suggestion you don't want to come on the show, text us, and Brian will pass it along. The Bill Bunkley Show text line is 813-444-6264. 813-444-6264. You can always email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. We're going to talk about Florida, and that's what is so special about this time together. We've been talking a lot about our governor, our legislature. We're talking about their leadership during this COVID crisis, getting ready to have a special session. But the first topic of the afternoon, I was born and raised right here in Tampa, Florida. And I will tell you that here in Hillsborough County in Central Florida, Republicans were absolutely very few and far between. Everybody was a Democrat. But let me tell you that before culture sort of started starting to evolve, and some of you I'm talking to this afternoon, you're still registered as a Democrat. Nothing wrong with that. But you're a conservative Democrat. You may be a pro-life Democrat. You may be pro-family value Democrat. And to you I say, you didn't leave the party. Your Democrat party left you, and now it is simply like a hijacked jetliner. The plane has been taken over. The leftists are in charge of everything happening on the flight deck and in the cabin of the aircraft of the Democrat plane. But you know, people are catching on. For us, here in the East Coast, those who've been staunch Democrats, not only here, but a lot of staunch Democrats up in the Northeast, New England area. But something I can tell you that a few years ago, I didn't think I would ever see. I could not have imagined a scenario that would cause the images and the actions that's unfolding before us today right here in Florida. They are coming. They are coming to Florida. Now, I must admit, with my leukemia diagnosis having to be very, very hunkered down for the most part, I'm not out and about as much as I used to be. But Lord, did I get a re-education, if you will, about traffic here in West Central Florida now I was hip to the challenges just getting from northwest Hillsborough County to let's say SeaWorld, Walt Disney. I know what that total trek is all about in the parking lot, but the parking lot usually starts forming between Lakeland and uh Highway 27 heading east. Well, I tell you what, commuting back and forth to Lakeland Sunday, Monday, and today, as I was greeting the folk at the Florida Baptist annual convention in Lakeland, decided that I would not spend the night, that I'd come home and crawl into my own bed. Sometimes, even with great prayer, you make big big mistakes. Because the commuting time, look, let me tell you, We used to get to North Lakeland off Highway 98 from my house to my mother-in-law's house, kid you not, in 45 minutes. We used to be able to get to the Disney World exit in about an hour, an hour, and five minutes. Now, many of you are saying, man, what are you smoking? I'm not smoking anything. I'm a native Floridian. I'm a native person of Tampa. I'm going to tell you. but the traffic and to think that a thousand people are fleeing for their mental health. That's right. People are fleeing to Florida a thousand a day, trying to regain their mental health from the, from the left wing loons, quite frankly, up in the Northeast and governors who have destroyed Proud states, many states that were part of our 13 original colonies. Now, sometimes it's hard for you to understand what's going on because we have a media that 90% of the media is nothing more than the propaganda wing of that Democrat party. They're all in. We got One America News, we got Newsmax, we got uh, Fox News, and we'll have Mr. Trump's social nets networking site, we got Parlor. But I want to tell you what's happening. Never in the history and we've got a rich history and I love history. Never in the history of Florida has Florida been a Republican state? Never in the history, even going back to when we were a territory, Republicans never ruled the state in terms of total population. You may have heard this, but it's a big deal. But you may not have heard this because even some of the local media. I've noticed they've been a little bit quiet, so I'm not going to be quiet because I want you to be informed. There are now more registered Republican voters than Democrats in Florida. Think about that. We've now made history. When I say we, the state of Florida, People are flocking to Florida because of our leadership during COVID. People are flocking to Florida to be under the care of Governor Ron DeSantis in a conservative legislature. More registered Republican voters in the Sunshine State for the first time in Sunshine State history. 877-943-9673. Want to comment about that? brian standing by i'll be right
16: back the mystery of two creations author emmanuel j charles first time reveals the secret of creation account from the book of genesis which was unknown to mankind for ages Pastors and evangelists can start teaching creation account in churches boldly without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students who are walking away from the faith due to lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution will find answers in this book. Adam and Eve were not evolved from animals, but created by God Almighty. God of the creation is the God of science. Visit amazon.com and barnesandnobles.com to purchase your copy today.
4: Get your copy of The Mystery of Two Creations by Emmanuel Charles at Barnes & Noble or Amazon today.
19: Summertime itches from bug bites, sunburn, and poison ivy need fast relief. Try Gold Bond Maximum Relief Cream with two maximum strength medicines that cool and soothe pain and itch on contact. And for those everyday itches from rashes, dry skin, allergies, even recurring conditions, there's new Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream with two medicines and seven moisturizers that work a full 24 hours. Remember, for a quick itch fix, get Maximum Relief Cream. And for long-lasting healing, pick up new Intensive Healing Cream. Only from Gold Bond. Use as directed.
16: My name is William Yank. I'm a 23-year-old, three-time leukemia survivor. Leukemia Lymphoma Society was this unforeseen blessing for me because I wouldn't have been able to get CAR-T cell therapy. Ways that I advocate for cancer is probably mostly through my podcast and my Instagram or TikTok. It's so vitally important that we have Leukemia Lymphoma Society on our side. To give or get help, visit LLS.org. (music) We'll <music>
5: All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. I love this course. Listen in. Well, we're back. Phone lines are open at 877 943 9673. We are talking about history that has been made. More Republicans than Democrats here in the state of Florida. The first time in history. An interesting statistic. The governor shared, that is, Governor Ron DeSantis, who I will be thoroughly recommending as he announced his cam- campaign to be reelected, to the governor of Florida. want you to know from the get-go, I will be totally and completely recommending Governor Ron DeSantis to be re-elected. And now you should start telling your friends as well. Does that mean that I have agreed with everything the governor has done? No. No, we've got a couple of minor differences. Gambling is one of them. And some of you will have a difference for me, difference of me because of my stance on gambling, but it's all good. It's all good. Let this statistic kind of settle into your mind. Now, Ron DeSantis has been governor for three years—about a year and a half or a year and a quarter. It's been with a absolutely nine-one-one emergency called a pandemic that engulfed the country, the world, and. Florida. This is an amazing statistic I'm about to unveil to you. When Governor DeSantis pulled off his victory, there were 280,000 280, more Democrats than Republicans registered the vote here in Florida. That's an amazing number. Now think about the fact there, Raymond James Stadium. You look at those overhead shots. Raymond James Stadium seats about 67, 68,000 fans. Think about that. About four Tampa Stadium size attendants plus and you'd have the, the lead the Democrats had just 36 months ago. 36 months ago. And I'm surprised that given the exodus, it's almost like the Israelites fleeing, making the bricks in Egypt. Getting set free. They're crossing those state lines in the Northeast, and they are heading to the Sunshine State. On Sunday, as we were stuck in traffic, Mrs. Bunkley and I were going over for the opening of the the annual meeting convention that I was at the last three days. As we were sitting in a parking lot, On a Sunday afternoon at 6 o'clock, just trying to go from Tampa to Lakeland. The voice of the Bunkley home spoke. The secret is out. The secret is out. How many of you would agree with her statement? For those especially those of you who share the honor of being native Floridians. Native of Hillsborough County, Pasco, Polk, Sarasota, Pinellas. Native of Tampa. Those of us are looking at each other saying the secret is out. And what's the secret? Look around. Look around today. Oh, yeah, we have some heat and humidity in the summertime. Fortunately, folks are coming from the Northeast, and most of you have to deal with humidity. Now, if everybody was pouring in here from uh, Nevada or Arizona, used to that dry heat, you'd really be having an issue in the summertime. So if you have moved here recently, and you're part of the exodus to Florida, Why did you flee here? Did you flee to Florida because of the coronavirus restrictions from whence you came? Did you come here because of the unbridled lawlessness from where you came from? Did you get tired of your community... Leftist activists saying, defund the police, defund the police. And you said, I'm going to defund this state of a state income tax. I'm moving to Florida. That's who you defunded. How many of you came here just because of the crime? The crime. Maybe not the ride of the street, but just the crime and other factors. There's no doubt that The Democrats in charge of some of these left-wing and liberal population centers, they have failed miserably. Look at all the restrictions. Gavin Newsom, California. You can't do anything. And then look at our state. (laughs) And Google it. California's got COVID problems everywhere. Explain that one. They're being manipulated. And the junk science, the junk science that has been out there ever since Darwin's theory of evolution, that's right, there's a lot of holes in that theory of evolution, and there's a lot of assumptions. If you ever bother to do the homework... the deeper blue where you might have come from the last few months the deeper the view the blue the deeper the problem tell you what i am very fortunate to have lived these years and to see my state now standing up for freedom standing up for independence in the First Amendment. I'll be right back.
10: Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Biden administration is eager to start selling the bipartisan infrastructure bill to the American people. What else messaging will be important, given that polls show Many Americans don't know what's contained in the legislation. General is putting itself into three public companies that concentrate on aviation, health care, and energy. The company expects one-time separation, transition, and operational cost of approximately $2 billion related to the actions. Taiwan says China is seeking to take control of the island by wearing down its military capabilities and influencing public opinion. The... Uh, Defense Ministry there saying in a report the ultimate goal is to bring the island under Beijing rule while avoiding all-out military conflict. Stocks closing lower. The Dow was down 112 points. This is SRN News.
1: Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New health care plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-820-6058. 800-820-6058. 800-820-6058.
11: Do you know someone with a heart for helping others who are facing the challenges of aging? If you know an active adult with the heart of a volunteer who wants to earn additional income with flexible hours, please have them contact Seniors Helping Seniors. Their matching process pairs seniors in need of help with seniors who want to help by providing in-home care, friendship, and companionship. Earn extra income while helping a new friend. Visit 813seniors.com. That's 813seniors.com.
2: Hey, fellow homeowners, interest rates could be on the rise, so don't miss this window of opportunity. Take advantage of today's historically low rates when you call Purpose Funding. You can save up to $750 per month on your monthly mortgage payment. Skip up to two months of payments and close in as little as 15 days. That's extra money put right back in your pocket through the holiday season. They'll show you how to save lots of money by paying off high-interest debt and use that savings to pay your home off quickly. Call the trusted experts at Purpose Funding today and speak to a knowledgeable agent. The consultation is free, but your savings? could be substantial. Just 15 minutes is all it takes. Call Purpose Funding today, 855-760-2651, 855-760-2651. You could save as much as $750 per month on your monthly mortgage. Skip up to two months of mortgage payments and close in as little as 15 days. Call 855-760-2651 or PurposeFunding.com, Purpose Funding, NMOS number 273299. At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God.
8: I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel, weekday afternoons at 2 and again at 9.30, on Faith Talk 570 and 910, and online at LetstalkFaith.com.
5: Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, broadcasting all across West Central Florida. I'm excited because we're going to expose part of American history. American history is an endangered species as far as the real history is concerned. And you know that uh, history has always been important to me. And as far as our public schools, our children, and for all of you. History is very important. Where were you on 9-11? Most of you know that on 9-11, I was with the President of the United States, George W. Bush. Mrs. Bunkley was there with me as well. As you know, I've done some of the presidential trips for advance. And on that trip, we actually overnighted there at the resort on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico, and we were I was in charge of uh the guys that were got together to do the motorcade aspect of the visit. And I won't go any further because I want to talk to our next guest. But what were you doing that day and then what were you doing in the days following that? Were you gonna learn in the days following that what was really going on behind the scenes? Today I'm gonna to introduce you to a book that I recommend that you get for Thanksgiving. First Casualty, the Untold Story of the CIA Mission to Avenge 9-11. The Distinguished Toby Hardin is with us this afternoon. He's the winner of the Orwell Prize for Books. He's a former for, former correspondent for the Sunday Times of London and the Daily Telegraph, who reported from 33 countries. He specializes in terrorism, in war. Let me say he specializes in reporting, not in the terrorism and war. He was born in England, was imprisoned in Zimbabwe, prosecuted in Britain for protecting his confidential sources, and was vindicated by a $23 million public inquiry in Ireland. He's a dual citizen, Brit and U.S., spent a decade as a Royal Navy officer before becoming a journalist, he owns a first-class degree in modern history from Oxford and is the author of Bandit Country, The IRA and South Armagh, and Dead Men Risen, an epic story of war and heroism in Afghanistan. He was previously based in London, Belfast, Jerusalem, Baghdad, and D.C. now lives in Virginia. Mr. Hardin, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon.
3: Bill, thank you so much for having me. Uh, that was a wonderful introduction. I almost don't recognize myself. Um, but I'm blown away by your 9-11 story. I had, I had no idea you'd been involved in the advance of that trip. That's incredible.
5: Yeah, when uh, you were seeing um, the, um, the message being given to the president there in front of the school by Andy Card, we were listening on a radio in the parking lot because we knew something was up. When the call came in from Condoleezza Rice, we were actually en route in the motorcade. And, uh, but anyway, story for another day, because I want our folks to focus on you and your great work in this book. Now, 9-11 itself was the day everybody, the, the planes came down, we all went home. I remember driving from Sarasota to Tampa. We were released at about 4 in the afternoon. Nobody was on the highway yeah but the but but the clogs were already working. What was getting ready to get underway because you talk about the first casualty and it's from the CIA mission
3: yeah so absolutely so on nine eleven so personally I was in washington d c downtown washington d c uh, but I opened the book first Casualty with really three people um and where they were on nine eleven and one of them was Justin Sapp, who was a Green Beret, who was about to be put on a CIA team going to Afghanistan. He was underwater on 9-11 um, at, the, at Key West, the Special Forces Diver School. Um, the second guy was David Tyson, CIA officer, um, who was flying from Tashkent in Uzbekistan to London to talk about Stinger missile recovery, the Stinger missiles that the U.S. government had given to the Mujahideen in the 1980s. And the third person was Mike Spann. Um, who, a former Marine Corps officer, uh, CIA p- paramilitary, um, a, a son of Al- proud son of Alabama, and he was in CIA headquarters. And that day, the focus was on CIA Counterterrorism Center uh, because they had a plan. Because teams had been small teams of CIA officers had been going in and out of Afghanistan for t- more than two years uh, before 9/11. One of, one of the people on those teams was was David Tyson but I mean I think Mike Spann and I kind of outlined this in the book in the book he was almost for me the personification of of 9-11 he was angry you know and he wanted to strike back and he was he was also he was furious because he was sent home on 9-11 uh, he was evacuated from CIA headquarters only only essential personnel and Mike Spann 32-year-old guy, he was. He did not consider himself non-essential. And he was like, we are the CIA. You know, we don't go home. We do something. And Mike Spann and the rest of Team Alpha and the CIA as a whole and the U.S. military as well did something. And so the days after 9-11, uh, you know, we were all stuck on highways and driving home and, and doing all our things. They were already looking at how to get um, Americans – into Afghanistan behind enemy lines topple the Taliban who were harboring al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden and the Islamist you know fighters of, of al-Qaeda and and that's what they did so, so 20 years ago this day these eight men of the CIA team alpha along along with green berets were in the mountains in Afghanistan fighting the Taliban and getting to Al Qaeda.
5: And and we quickly paint the picture when you say they were in the mountains of Afghanistan, they were dropped in the mountains. And then, of course, they're looking for Osama bin Laden, but they're going to have to find and shake down some of his lieutenants, those that know anything about him. And um, they were on horseback. But what's what stood out to me, my birthday happens to be on October seventeenth, And I didn't realize that October 17, 2001 is when the war began to go after Osama bin Laden in country.
3: Yeah, so October the 7th was the day the bombing started, of U.S. bombing, but that was really just to sort of, you know, take out a few relatively small number of anti-aircraft targets and kind of soften up the Taliban. The Team Alpha landed, yeah, on your birthday, October the 17th, and they flew in in the dead of night, in um, two Black Hawk helicopters from a base called K2 Kashikarnabad in Uzbekistan, and they were flying into the unknown. They did not know what they were going to face. They were not prepared to ride on horseback. Now, a couple of them uh, had uh, had some sort of horsemanship skills from from you know when they were sort of teenagers and stuff. Mike <laughs> fans had a pony at one point, but that was it. And these were scrawny, kind of mean stallions you know mules and donkeys and horses uh who weren't used to sort of america you know big americans with 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 lots of kit and these horses bit and would fight with each other and they were very difficult to control so so so
5: so what you're saying is they weren't riding horses in a cow pasture here in florida they're learning how to ride these horses in the rugged mountains i want my audience to, to to feel and to see this
3: yeah, absolutely. They were dry, they were they were riding up, you know, rocky mountain slopes <laughs> along the edges of sort of precipices where you oh, you know my. it's not nice before you know fall off a horse at any at any time. But you know there was a real danger they could fall off to their deaths. You couldn't get off these horses. Um, I, and David Tyson, um, one of these sea officers, you know he, he still feels the pain from a fourteen-hour ride. Can you imagine 14 hours through the dead of night with explosions in the air and, and gunfire in the dark? You don't know where you're going. Um, so it was, a, it was a real sort of physical ordeal and kind of a psychological one as well, because a very, very small number of Americans, you're having to um, you know, link up with these, these tribal warlords, who some of whom had fought against America for the Russians. Um, it's sort of a land of deceit and betrayal. And you don't know who's your friend and who's your foe and, 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 and what's, what's fake and what's true. And so they had to deal with all that stuff.
5: And, you know, they know exactly what kind of a time the Russians had. And yet they're going to go in and deal with this very difficult place. If you're just joining us, hey, I got your Thanksgiving plans right here. You know, I always tell you, don't get a pad, get a real book, sit and read every night read something every night biography or history i'm recommending this book first casualty the untold story of the cia mission to avenge 9-11 the author with me today is toby Hardin, and uh he is a very very thorough accurate uh, historian but he knows how to bring it alive and he wants to bring you right in with this SEAL team now so when they go in october And, uh, all sorts of shenanigans begin to happen and everybody lies everybody over there, but at the same time they're learning how to ride, but snowfall is going to be coming in and and this is really going to get to be really tricky much more than what it is. Just trying to learn, ride a horse when you're going straight up in the air.
3: Yeah. So they went in with $3 million, um, in non-sequential hundred dollar bills, which we used to pay off the tribes and and, and the warlords and persuade some Taliban fighters to, uh, to switch sides. Uh, they they just had Kalashnikovs and, and pistols. They, they didn't even have helmets and, and body armor, you know, because they, they wanted to sort of merge in um, with the sort of, with the native forces. And you're right. I mean, there was a sense back, I mean, I remember it very well. There was a sense hit back here in the United States that, you know, it was a quagmire, it was going to mm-hmm. be Vietnam again, mm-hmm. we're going to get bogged down um, like the Russians. You know, one of the, I mean, one of the, Sort of great things about this story is how successful these men were in these early weeks, and it's you know given what we've just witnessed, it's a real tragedy as well because we sort of had you know nothing's easy in Afghanistan as you kind of suggest, mm-hmm. but we had the right formula. We had very small numbers of Americans, hundreds of Americans as advise, not hundreds of thousands or a hundred thousand that we later had. They were advisors. Uh, they were letting the Afghans do the fighting in an often pretty sort of messy and 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 brutal way, calling in American airstrikes, which tipped the balance militarily. Um, but you know, with a very with very small forces in there of CIA officers and Green Berets and some Air Force uh, combat controllers calling in airstrikes, the Taliban was um, w- w- was toppled in a matter of weeks. And actually, the anniversary today of November the ninth was the day that mazar Sharif, the first city in Afghanistan to, to fall mm-hmm. um, to the Northern Alliance forces. This was the day it fell. So, you know, mm-hmm. a matter of less than uh, three weeks after uh, the CIA team had landed.
5: Phenomenal. Can we do this? Um, out of time, uh, Toby Harden, could you hang on and give us five or six more minutes after the break?
3: Absolutely. Happy to. All
5: right, here's what we're going to do. When we come back, I'm going to ask our guest, it'll be a very short segment for you wrap up this hour, but I'm going to ask him to share one or two behind the scenes, maybe some stories without the outcome, because the world that we're living in now, having to live with this left-wing, who's in charge at the White House, the left-wing, you know, socialists and the Marxists, who are leading both houses of the Congress. We need to remember the men and women who made this country great, which is this particular CIA team. And this is the stuff we need to be reading and not act like we're all defeated by this socialism. I'm Bill Bunkley, along with Toby Hardin. We'll both be back in just a moment. Don't go away.
0: It's been a little more than a year since the presidential election, and the time has come to ask a simple question. All of you anti-Trumpers and so-called conservative Republicans, how satisfied are you with the way things turned out? You hated Donald Trump's personality, but you loved his policies. The vaccine discovery and rollout, the wall, which was discouraging people from illegally entering the country, the tax cuts, the judges, and so much more. Now we have a president who wants tax increases, won't control the flood of illegal immigrants, subsidizes abortion appoints liberal judges and is creating record and unsustainable debt politics is not church politics is messy since all of us are sinners we should not expect every politician to be sinless especially when it comes to policy we have to make choices they might not be the best choices but they're the best policy choices so all of those who voted for biden how are you liking his policies and why don't i hear from you you ought to be happy but i'm betting you're not confess I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of
4: today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, PO Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. That's PO Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal
6: Thomas Commentary. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century. And members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network, so yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE, 855 855-90- 90
19: Just go to bamboohr.com hr. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com hr. That's bamboohr.com hr.
0: This week on The New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie launches an encouraging series called Refresh. It's a look at those foundational precepts that will allow us to enjoy the refreshment of a life in harmony with God. This week, our focus is on prayer. Tune in for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie.
8: Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio, online at letstalkfaith.com.
5: Hey, Bill Bunkley here. Let's get right back at it. I know many of you are on the edge of your seat because... This, what a story. The book, The First Casualty, the untold story of the CIA mission to avenge 9-11. Toby Hardin is in the, in the house this afternoon, and he's got a lot of experience writing these type of books, and he's going to put you right on those horses. He's going to put you right in those mountains, and let me just tell you something. I'm going to get out of the way because I want him to share for these five or six minutes. You take your best Western, if you're a little bit older like I am, I mean shooting, everything going on, this story that is true will match any kind of a Western shootout in all the different situations that they get. And so I want to go back to our guest, uh, Toby Harden. And so pick out one or two cliffhangers. You don't have to tell us what it is. But to whet the appetite of our listeners of a couple of things real quick that are in this book that will keep them turning those pages, turning those pages, turning those pages?
3: Sure. Um, well, I'll tell you a couple of things about Mike Spann. So Mike Spann was the first casualty, the title of the book, the first American uh, to die in combat after 9-11, and was just an incredible person. Um, he was um, a, f- a father. He had a six-month-old son. Um, he had two, da- two young daughters from a previous marriage. He had just uh, he had just remarried, and so his life was sort of at a pivot point. And he could easily have stayed behind in the United States, but not only did he agree to be sent mm. to Afghanistan, he wanted to go to Afghanistan. Um, he was a very strong Christian and conservative, and in fact, he, he taught um, church at uh, the church youth group. And one of his messages was, you know, spread the Christian and conservative word through actions and deeds. Amen. Uh, Always do the right thing. Remember to always vote Republican. You know, he was, he was pretty staunch um, in, his, in, his, in his politics. Um, and so he was out there on the satellite phone talking to his, his wife, Shannon, uh, talking to his children. He was delighted that one of his daughters um, was learning the Pledge of Allegiance and was reciting that when he was, you know, sitting under the stars in, in these mountains. And so that's the kind of person he was. And so sort of fast forward, um, November 25th, 2001, um, it's another mark of Mike's fan and the, the guy that was with him, the CIA officer, David Tyson, is that they went into a fort, a dusty 19th century mud-baked fort uh, outside mazar sharif uh, to question 400 al-Qaeda prisoners. Not Taliban. These weren't Afghans. Um, they were al-Qaeda. And one of them was a Californian, a Muslim. Uh, Convert uh, Mm -hmm. called Mm -hmm. John Walker Lind and Mm. incredibly dangerous. Yes. And they knew what they were doing. And the reason they went in that day was because they didn't want to wait another hour, let alone another day, to get at Al Qaeda and find out who was behind 9 11, uh, whether there was another um, uh, plot being hatched, and, you know, get the intelligence that's needed to get Al Qaeda out of Afghanistan, which is what they successfully did. Uh, unfortunately, it was a fake surrender from these prisoners. It was a Trojan horse uh, ruth. Um, mm. They'd hidden grenades and, and guns um, under their robes. And there was an uprising, and all of a sudden, gunfire and explosions. And did Mike Spann run? run? No, he didn't run. He turned and he fought. He pulled out his, he, he used his Kalashnikov rifle to take out some of these prisoners rushing at him. He, um, took some more out with his pistol as they jumped on his back, and he disappeared underneath a pile of, um, of, of al-Qaeda uh, fighters. And I'll leave it there as a, as, a, as a cliffhanger, but, you know, this was a, a courageous human being uh, and, and, a, and a courageous American uh, who's sort of the centerpiece of this book.
5: And, folks, remember, we've talked about this in the past. Remember that all of us, first it was shock, Then it is, got to get whoever is responsible. And just like we've had dedicated folks, and right here, all you listening that are part of Central Command, Special Operations Command, all the retirees right here in West Central Florida, Tampa Bay, you know, you guys were itching to get on planes to go to Afghanistan, even now, to get our people out. Remember what was happening in the days following 9-11. These guys, Mike Spann, ex-Marine, David Tyson, others, they went on those horses because, you know what? They were doing what many of us wanted to do. And I want to tell you, it's a special gift to be able to bring that story out and to captivate you. Because we need to have real history. And with real history, I mean truthful history. And we need to be reminded that there are heroes. That there are patriots. And right now, we have young men and women in the ranks, regardless of all the wokeness that our command staffs are, are absolutely falling into the trap. They're there. But you know what? First Casualty, I want you to get this book. And maybe you want to get this book for one of your veteran friends. First Casualty, the untold story of the CIA mission to avenge the attack on our country on 9-11 And uh, Toby Harden has brought it to life. And if you want to have your patriotism rekindled and get on this over the next few days in Thanksgiving, get on the horn, get the book ordered, and uh, you'll be blessed. With that, Toby Harden, hey, thanks for spending some extra time. Appreciate this great work. Look forward to a chance to talk with you in the future.
3: Anytime, Bill. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
5: God bless you, my friend. I'm Bill Monkley. Gonna take a time out. Don't go away. One more hour left. the Bill Bunkley Show.
17: The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a thanksgiving e-card from crosscards.com it's free for you it's easy and it leaves the recipient thankful express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you free thanksgiving e-cards from crosscards.com
8: WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership
15: around. SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Conservative Supreme Court justices expressed skepticism Tuesday about a Texas death row inmate's demand that a chaplain be allowed to pray out loud and touch him during his execution. Justice Brett Kavanaugh says he worries that the high court ruling in the inmates' favor could force other states to follow a single state's accommodations for death row prisoners.
7: If we uh, rule in your favor here, this is going to be a heavy part of our docket for years to come, would be my uh, uh, sense given the history of death penalty litigation, which we'll, we'll deal with as it comes.
15: Executions in Texas, the nation's busiest death penalty state, have been delayed while the court considers the question. The outcome won't take anyone off death row, but could make clear what religious accommodations officials must make for inmates who are being put to death. A migrant caravan organizer says the group is now headed to the U.S. border as we hear from correspondent Mike Gracia. The leader of a caravan of Central American migrants walking across southern Mexico said Monday the group is changing plans and will now head toward the U.S. border. The apparent change comes after immigration activist Ireneo Mujica said the caravan has been pursued and harassed by Mexican government officials. Last Thursday, a group of migrants pelted officers of Mexico's National Guard with rocks, injuring five guard officers. On Monday, a group of mainly Central American migrants got a cold reception in the state of Oaxaca. They were initially denied entry into the town of Chahuites, as officials cited the fear of spreading COVID-19. I'm Mike Gracia. Pfizer is asking U.S. regulators to allow boosters of its COVID-19 vaccine for anyone ages 18 or older. Older Americans and other groups don't, are particularly vulnerable to... Virus.
1: Maybe this This Entertainment Answer brought to you by Exergen. David Allen Greer stars in Clifford the Big Red Dog and is confident families will love it.
7: It's the idea of a live dog that has the temperament of a puppy. It's a family movie. If you have kids who loves the Clifford books, bring them here. There's so few programs and movies that are really family entertainment.
1: Clifford the Big Red Dog, rated PG. For more information, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com.
11: Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and are not reliable. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com.
18: The red kettles are coming. Depending on where you live in the U.S., you may soon be hearing that jingling bell outside a local store. The Salvation Army's annual Christmas campaign is getting underway early again this year with a lot of people in need after 18 months of pandemic restrictions and general economic uncertainty. The red kettles were the brainchild of Salvation Army Captain Joseph McPhee, who got the ball rolling in 1891 to provide Christmas cheer for four people in San Francisco. Michael Harrington, SRN News.
15: Another raid on a church in China. According to a report from China Aid, Communist Party officials burst into a Presbyterian church in Yangshu province during Sunday's services, arresting several people and harassing others. The congregation is not officially registered and has been meeting in secret, but the party found out where it was. It's still illegal in China to worship outside of a state-controlled church, And even those congregations are subject to persecution. As are you
11: church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in christ but between sundays how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled you can always find strength between sundays here on faith talk am 570 and am 910 but you can also find encouragement on our facebook page wtbn am 570 and 910 streaming at letstalkfaith.com
8: saturday afternoons at four it's time for gaining ground with dr evan burroughs
15: without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house,
13: we're prone to mismanage that which we do have.
8: Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Strength Between Sundays, Faith Talk 570 and 910, online at Let's Talk Faith.com
1: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties
5: Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We're now moved into the 5 o'clock hour on this ninth day of November in the year of our Lord 2021. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley. As your watchman on the wall, we've got an important biography, a story, if you will, to talk about this hour. Do you have any ideas over the last few decades how many babies have been illegally taken at birth? Do you have any idea what happens in the black market? In this hour, I'm going to introduce you to Jane Blasio. You see, Jane was taken at birth. Jane tells her story and the unbelievable things that happened to her in her life. She's written the book, Taken at Birth, Stolen Babies, Hidden Lies, and My Journey to Finding Home. And this has especially touched my heart because we have been Mrs. Bunkley and I have been foster care parents. We adopted out of the foster care system. And the unbelievable abuse to many of the kids in the system. It just stops me in my tracks. But let me give you a little bit of a of a primer here on why you need to stick around to the bottom of the hour. Because you see, Jane Blasio is a Hicks baby. Some of you know what a Hicks baby is. Now, I'm going to let her explain it, but not while you're driving, maybe. And, and, and don't walk away, listen to the show. Look up what it means of the phrase Hicks baby. Now, Jane was sold like a piece of commerce at birth. The illegal transaction resulted in her being passed through the back door of a clinic in North Georgia. But Jane... No pushover. Jane went on to serve for more than 19 years in federal law enforcement. Jane is an expert in illegal adoption activities. She was instrumental in help unravel the mystery of the Hicks Clinic. Breaking that story back in 1997. She's appeared with her story on CNN, ABC's Primetime, Good Morning America, Fox News, Inside Edition, Entertainment Tonight, New York Times, People, Reader's Digest. She was the investigative lead on the recent TLC docuseries, Taken at Birth. She lives in Akron and spends as much time with her family and friends. We have a human trafficking pandemic in Florida. And you need to hear her story. And for many of you, it would be helpful because of the life you have lived, maybe in similar circumstances, Trying to find your birth parents. She's going to talk about that coming up bottom of the hour. But the book is Taken at Birth, Stolen Babies, Hidden Lies, and My Journey to Find Home. Jane Blasio is going to be with us at the bottom of the hour. Well, as your watchman on the wall, it's important that sometimes these subjects come along. But we have to be knowledgeable. Why? Proverbs tells us, tells us that we must be very, very, very wise. And where do we get our wisdom? We get our wisdom from the Word of God. We get our wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And so... We tackle the tough issues here as your watchman on the wall. And every time this subject comes up, I always remind you, whether it's at a truck stop, at a fast food facility just off any interstate, at any gas pump, if you see something unusual, say something. Because the way this whole illegal underground operation rolls out, they still have to be in public places. So today we'll talk about that. As your watchman on the wall here, also your watchman in the wall, in Tallahassee, Florida. Right now, committee meetings for the 2021, excuse me, strike that, 2022 legislative session, which will get underway january 11th looking at a lot of bills today i just gave a shout out again for those of you who i had a chance to spend some time with or say hello in lakeland the last three days at the florida baptist state convention annual meeting at the lakes church there in downtown lakeland right on memorial highway and yes that was known for years at the First Baptist Church at the mall. And they've done a marvelous job through the years. Talk about repurposing a property. Very functional for that church. And, in fact, Mrs. Bunkley, who grew up in that part of Florida, remembers going to that mall when it was a mall. And she always comments. She accompanied me as we set up our booth for the Florida Ethics Religious Liberties Commission on Sunday, she always comments about remembering going to that mall. She also commented about how she enjoyed growing up a little bit south of there. Because back in the day when the traffic wasn't too bad, it was the best of both worlds. You you grew up in a in a small town rural environment, but yet one hour to the east, you could go to the Disney World, to the restaurants, toward Orlando. Or you could choose to go to Tampa West for about an hour. Food, the big malls, etc., etc. But um, well, I want to just thank everyone who was a part of the annual meeting. Wrapped up this afternoon about 4.30 or so. And we had a chance to talk about uh, our mission in Tallahassee and meet a lot of good folk who are Florida Baptists and Southern Baptists. Let me just say this. I'm really proud not only of our state of Florida and our governor and our conservative worldview served it has served us well, especially during the pandemic here. Still, still a lot of struggling to be done to keep Washington out of Florida. But I want to tell you that I'm so disappointed in some who have been part of the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention. All I'll say is that they have gotten in the flesh, like many other denominations, but, but, but they've been going after each other, suing each other, and My goodness, I want to ask the question for all of you at the top. How many people did you talk to today that you purpose to do God's will and have a gospel conversation? I just want to ask that question. But anyway, the reason why I bring that up is I'm so proud and so proud of our leadership here. And they were sounding off as well about the national scene. But I'm so proud of the, the harmony And the genuine cooperative effort here in Florida. Not only in missions, but in church planning. And in fellowship one to another. Truly, Florida is a beachhead for the entire United States of America when it comes to traditional family values. And a governor that's going to protect those family values, a governor who is going to remember that there are states' rights, and we will not stand by by the federal government rolling us. And now that we're finding out that Florida is one of the most healthy states that didn't shut down, and California that's still shutting everybody down, and they're deep in the weeds with the pandemic. And now we're hearing all over. we got two or three different opportunities with Pfizer's and others to take, to take some drugs when you, when you confirm you've got COVID. And that one of the recent FDA commissioners commissioner said we'll be done by January. Why in the world are we still insisting on vaccine mandates? To where we are going to put people out of work. You know, there are I talked to someone today before I left Lakeland, was talking to me about her husband and her child. Both had two separate medical conditions. One was a heart condition. They cannot take the vaccine. This president, this this left leaning leadership we have in in the U.S. House and Senate. Not only they victimize people who choose not to take the vaccine. In some circles, they have just called them out, and it's so wrong to do. But I tell you what, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ that I live in Florida. Under this conservative judeo-christian supporting christian worldview leadership i'll be
8: right back
4: pastors you know the profound significance of israel you may have traveled there yourself now lead your congregation on a life-impacting tour of the holy land with inspiration cruises and tours a trusted partner of salem media group you can focus on enjoying and leading the journey as inspiration manages every detail before and during the trip from upfront costs, booking, and planning the itinerary with your input. As a pastor, you can travel for free. On the trip, you'll gather fresh material for your sermons, preach in iconic and sacred places, and build deeper and lasting connections with your members as you visit locations from the pages of Scripture. With more than 40 years' experience in managing the travel of the world's top Christian leaders, inspiration cruises and tours can help take your church to Israel. Learn how you can travel to the Holy Land with your congregation for free.
14: Visit Let's Talk Faith.com and search keyword Israel. That's Let's Talk Faith.com, keyword Israel.
11: Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing, and when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi. There? Hi there. These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results.
1: Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com.
9: Paul, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame, but Jeffro, he was riding Old Betsy the stallion, tip tapping away at his telegraph when blam! Ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive.
12: Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. <music>
5: back. Bill Bunkley here. Quick reminder that a couple things that um, my friends at ACS Home Services they are ready to consult with you about some of those renovations that you are thinking about for your home. And I'm talking about, I was talking with someone today about just windows in my neighborhood. We live in a neighborhood. Houses were built in the late 80s and you can see a distinctive difference you know what i mean these houses were built with black trimmed windows seems like today or the last uh, few months a year or two when people are having to replace those windows you know what i mean if you've got windows we're not talking about the old sash windows i remember the old frame houses i remember our old frame house And I remember dad when the, you know, you had the sash windows. And I remember when the cord would break. And I remember I was a little tight watching my dad take off the facing around the window and replace the cord. And oh how easy the windows worked after that. The old wooden windows. And now I know that some of you, quite frankly, you've got some windows that won't work. They won't open up, and some of you have to put a butter knife into them to hold them in. So don't fall out. Others of you have sliding glass doors, and those rollers have rolled out years ago. And you don't bother to go work out because you're working your biceps just to open and shut the sliding glass door in the patio. Well, maybe it's time to take a look at replacing those doors and windows. And don't forget, if you do, ACS Home Services can help you with that. The website... To check out that and other services is acshomeservices.com acshomeservices.com if you're in the renovation mode and check out all of what they can do to assist you and then give them a call they can come out and consult with you do some measurements they can show you the windows that they would recommend they will give you a, an estimate and who knows that may be exactly where the lord wants you to go to get your windows but you can't you can't know that unless you take, a, take the test drive at their website at acshomeservices.com. And then you've got to call them. Meet with them. No obligation. 813-544-2467. 813-544-2467. 2467 Be sure to tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Again, I want to remind you, coming up in just a moment, you're going to meet Jane Blasio. She's written a book about herself and others. The book is entitled Taken at Birth. Imagine that. In your personal history, you were sold illegally out the back door of a clinic. You were taken at birth. Was your biological mother taken advantage of? What were the circumstances? If that was you, you would probably want to find out. And for Jane Blasio, no difference with her. Stolen Babies, Hidden Lies, and Her Journey to Finding Home. That's coming up, bottom of the hour. Don't want to miss that. I want to turn to the international page and I want to make sure that you have not forgot forgotten to pray for the Americans and our allies who have been left behind in Afghanistan. Do not be tricked by the national media, nor this administration, who would love nothing more than to get your mind, like they've been doing, on other topics, other situations. and i want to make sure that you are still praying for the 17 hostages that were taken in Haiti we must keep praying god has not forgot either one of those two situations and those human souls that are involved and so we should neither it's been 2 months As I thought about this earlier, I thought, wow, it's been two months after the pullout the absolute bungled failure of a pullout ordered by President Biden of our U.S. personnel in Afghanistan. We still have our American families who are now living under that very brutal regime. It's unthinkable to think about the teenage girls and the women who were left behind. Unspeakable. So get this our us defense department under the leadership of president biden's appointments two months later well they now have announced we got we got some new ideas guys we got a couple of ideas to try and get some of these folks out of afghanistan two months under Secretary of defense for policy colin kala issued a memorandum last thursday you get this they're still trying to find out who's there asking staff members with spouses or unmarried children under the age of 21 who want to leave Afghanistan to contact his office. Hey, give me a call. I know you're hiding in a cave in the mountains, but hey, give my office a call. Just want to let you know that it's probably going to go into a voicemail. But give us a call. And we'll take a look at the fact that we left you behind again. Now, I want you to understand something. This is laughable to me, and it's horrible to the victims in Afghanistan. Here's the quote from the State Department. It's like these guys, these gals, I mean, they're so far out there. Listen to this. The Defense Department places a high priority on facilitating the departure of Afghan nationals who are immediate family members of U.S. civilian or military personnel. Close quote. If this is a high priority two months later, well, we already knew we were in trouble. Isn't this outrageous? So, as your watchman on the wall, continue to pray for the release of all Americans in Afghanistan, all of our allies. Pray, pray that each and every one of the hostages in Haiti will be rescued, and none will be killed. Coming up next... Taken at birth, Jane Blasio and her story. I'll be right back.
8: This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes.
15: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Belarus State TV reports that an American who faces criminal charges from the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol is seeking asylum in Belarus, a move that could heighten tensions between the turbulent former Soviet nation and the United States. Evan Neumann of Mill Valley, California, acknowledged in an interview with Belarus One Channel that he was at the Capitol that day, but rejected the charges, which including assaulting police, obstruction, and other offenses. Both Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko and Russian President Vladimir Putin have used the January 6th attack as a way to accuse the U.S. of a double standard in criticizing other countries, including Russia and Belarus, for cracking down on anti-government protests. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 112 points, the Nasdaq dropped 95. This is SRN News.
14: LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 1 800 974 5252. 1 800 974 5252. 1 800 974 5252 nissan is
15: simply the best around when it comes to selling or trading your vehicle right from the comfort of your home office or cell phone you can get all the money for your vehicle in seconds just visit us online at mossnissan.com and enter your current vehicle's license plate number vin number or make and model and get top dollar in seconds we will even come to you with a check in hand it's that simple turn your car into a pile of cash today moss nissan whatever it takes
8: Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It's the old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's
13: experience in God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it.
2: Get involved.
13: Join Him in His work. Are you doing that in your life?
8: The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910 and Let's Talk Faith.com we
5: And yes, we are almost home to those of you, quite frankly, who already know you have the victory in Jesus Christ. Bill Bunkley here. And uh, for those of you listening all across West Central Florida this afternoon, I want to just remind you that you just heard about the Barnabas Effect with Dr. Paul Purvis, one of our very special shows here on Faith Talk 57910. was with uh, Dr. Purvis earlier today because at the state convention of the florida baptist convention annual meeting he was named president of the florida baptist convention for the next two years and he ran nobody ran against him he was voted in by acclamation and so again congratulations to all of you there at mission church temple terrace and to uh paul just just praise you praise your service thank you very much and Looking forward to your service as our president. Well, all of us have stories about our past. All of us have stories about growing up. And some of us would never talk about those stories. They're just too close. They're too personal, too emotional. Well, I tell you what, I'm glad that God called one person to talk about her story And when you learn about her life, being proactive as she began to learn what was going on in her early life, including at birth. The author of a book that I want to talk about this afternoon, Jane Blasio, author of Taken at Birth, Stolen Babies, Hidden Lies, and Her Journey to Finding Home. And you know, this is close to my heart as an adoptive parent with Mrs. Bunkley out of our foster care system, where we were foster parents and we were adoptive parents. But I want to tell you, you need to listen to this story. Now, Jane is a Hicks baby. And I'm going to ask her right off the bat, because I'm sure there's somebody listening, Hicks. What's Hicks? Well, she was sold at birth. I want that to just sink in. Because we live in such a, such a life that We just hear things and keep going. No, she was sold at birth. She was actually passed through the back door of a clinic in North Georgia. She has served for more than 19 years, though, in federal law enforcement. She's an expert in illegal adoptions. She helped unravel the mystery of the Hicks Clinic back in 1997. She's been on CNN, ABC's Primetime, Good Morning America, Fox News, Inside Edition, Entertainment Tonight, New York Times, People, Reader's Digest. And she was the investigative lead on the recent TLC cable docuseries, Taken at Birth. She lives in Akron and spends most of her time with her family and friends. With that, Jane Blasio, thank you for being with us this afternoon.
20: Ah, Thank you for having me.
5: First of all, thank you for whenever – I know you had some friends that were advising you. Thank you for when that button was pushed, turned, whatever, that you decided that you, in order to help the rest of us, you'd go public with your story. Thank you for that.
20: Uh, no, it, you know, it, it, it's all – I'll just start off the whole thing with everything that I have done it really had nothing to do with my skills, my strategy. God opened up every door. And he made every move for me. And so I just want to make sure that he gets all of the glory because I'm not amazing. I am not this. I'm not that. People have said some really great things. Um, but it's all about God. He has taken this from day one um, in my life and has brought this to fruition. So if anything good is out of it, it's because of him.
5: Well, let me assure you that this audience gets that 100%. And uh, we join you in uh, giving all the praise and the honor and glory to the lord so before i have you talk about what this hicks thing is all about tell us a little bit about your story tell us about finding out that you were taken at birth and all of what that led to in terms of you dedicating your life and god opening the doors to be combating this yeah.
20: so um you know i you know as a young child um my sister and I, who was also bought from the Hicks Clinic four years before me, mm. um, you know, we, we found out at an early age. You know, kids had whispered on the playground that we were black market, and we didn't know even that we were adopted. And, but, you know, a friend of the family had overheard their parents say something. They knew that the transaction that my parents had um, had to go to to get children through the Hicks Clinic in, in North Georgia They knew about that. Everybody, it was a very close-knit neighborhood. And so we heard those whispers of black market babies, you know, on the playground. And so to, of course, bring us up to speed, my parents had to tell us. And I was about six years old. My sister was 10 when they told us about being adopted. And then they said, yeah, and it's black market. You know, at, at the age of six, what do you know about that? You know, even at the age of 10, you know, so, I mean, I knew that it was connotative what they were saying but I didn't know the full grasp of it until, you know, I started to get older and understand why I'm adopted. So that means I have a birth family somewhere. And so I had always wanted to find my birth family. I didn't look like anybody. I didn't fit in with the family the way that they looked and and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so I was like, there's got to be someone out there that looks like me. There has to be someone out there that can tell me where I, you know, where I came from. And that's what started the search. Um, You know, I, I, I had from a very early age, uh, I don't like I, I joke about it, but it really is what has spurred, spurred on my career, it spurred on you know all the things that I've done in private investigation work, and, and that is that I don't like being told no. And so when someone told me no, I would just be like, okay, and then I would find a workaround to it. and um, that's really what has kind of pushed me you know over the years is don't tell me I can't have something that I know mm-hmm. is rightfully mine, and my medical, my historical, you know, my heritage, that's, I mean, everybody has a right to that, and that was one of the things as well that made me just kind of keep pushing for this, but.
5: As you were so determined to move forward the areas where you wanted to know, you wanted to have answers, tell us a little bit about the, uh what I've got to imagine was an emotional roller coaster at times, because. All of us that are adopted parents, we know the conversations uh, when they come about at certain ages, different ages. Well, I want to know more about my mom, my biological mom, my biological dad, mm-hmm. and so those are emotional to start with. My word, I can't even, I can't even process your story. How you? How <laughs> did you cope with it?
20: Well, you know, I was I was eighteen when I really started the physical search um, for my birth family, and you know if anyone that's listening has had has searched for their you know for their birth family has anything to do with the adoption search realm they know that it's it's something that is very taxing it's very hard emotionally some days are really good it's that roller coaster you you know you've already said that um you you go forward it's it's kind of like uh going out in battle you know you go forward and then there's sometimes where you have to kind of fall back a little bit and get a little bit of rest and then you just push forward again and then you fall back. And, and that's what I had done over the years is I would come down to McKay'sville, Georgia, and I would look around and I would ask questions and I would do some things and I'd gather some information. I'd go back up to Ohio and then maybe for, you know, I, I would get everything organized and, and, and look at it and kind of try to decipher it a little bit. But then I would put it away for a little while because my emotions had to had to catch up with the intellect side of it. And so
5: so you thought that with this racket that was going on in the Hicks Clinic, that your mom's got to be somewhere not too far away. Was that pretty much what you were operating on? Yeah. Well, you know, I
20: knew that I had a birth certificate that said Hicks Clinic on it. And I knew it in McKaysville, Georgia. I knew that. And from the first time that I came down here to McKaysville, the, in an investigation that you go with, you start with, what is you know is absolutely confirmed and most of the time that's gonna be date of birth, date of death, and where do you find those? You find those at a cemetery and you find other family members that are connected. So that's just more clues. Mm-hmm. And so you start at cemeteries. It sounds very, you know, morose, but it's that's really part of an investigation. And I remember going to the cemetery that Doctor Hicks was buried in and his family was there. And um it was there You know, I I would go, I talk about it in my book, how that's where I kind of, that was my base camp kind of. Um, I would go there just to kind of get back in line and, and rest and kind of think about what I was going to do with my next steps. And it was there that I realized in those first couple trips that if I wanted to know who I was, because the adoptions were illegal, it was a transaction, there was no paper trail, I had to know who Dr. Hicks was. I had to find out who he was and to kind of get into his mind and to kind of understand how he did his business for me to be able to ever find out who i was
3: Hmm.
5: how many and how much do you think well how many sales did uh, dr hicks oversee and what do you estimate the money that he made throughout these years of selling another human being
20: oh he was a businessman so uh, you know he was, he had his he had his medical license, but he was definitely a businessman. And we estimate that there were 200 plus that came to the Akron, Ohio area alone. Wow. And then there were others that were also in the in this area. It's this very small town up in up here in the North Georgia Mountains. So you know he with me, my parents paid a thousand dollars for me. They paid 600 for Michelle four years earlier, and the and the price of the baby kind of wax and wane depending kind of like what what decade that it was in because you know he started selling babies that we know of in the 40s 50s and 60s he may have started much earlier i suspect that he did Mm. um so he was selling you know these babies in different prices but you have to look at it a thousand dollars back in 1965 big bucks is is about 50 to 60 thousand dollars today
5: big bucks Mm-hmm. Yeah,
20: and then he would assess the parents, the adoptive parents, the prospective adoptive parents, on what they could afford, and we have one that actually was even ten thousand dollars because the family was mm-hmm. very rich. So the doctor knew that, and he used that to go ahead and charge more for a baby. Wow. So he was he, he was he got a lot of money. He owned a lot of property. He owned. Most of Copper Hill, Tennessee, and in McKaysville, Georgia, he had a lot of the property. Um, just going through some of the, some of the deeds and, and things that I've been able to take a look at and what he owned during his lifetime, this man is, absolutely would be, comparatively today, we're looking at in, in the high millions. Hmm. In
5: if we could do town. this, if we just, uh, we got a break, um, how long, Brian, for the break? Let's do this. Could you stay with us for another short segment? Sure, sure. All right. We'll have about seven or eight minutes, and the show wraps up. uh, But I want to cover a couple things just to make sure our audience has enough uh, information to know to get this book. What a story. We're talking about Jane Blasio taken at birth, sold out of the back of a clinic, along with who knows how many and how many total dollars, stolen babies, lies all over the place. But yet we'll come back and talk about her journey of finding her birth mom and dealing with what this doctor has done. And then maybe the desperation, I don't know, we'll let her tell us about her parents that wanted to have children willing to pay for it. All that coming up in just a moment. Jane Blasio and your host Bill Bunkley will both be right back for a few final minutes. Bill Bunkley here. We're now in open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act Health Insurance Plans. The one-size-fits-all government options have high deductibles and even higher monthly premiums. I've been telling you about Tim Cooper and how he's been saving folks here in the Tampa area hundreds of dollars each month with his Freedom of Choice Health Insurance Plan. It's available all year round. You can use any doctor or hospital you choose with lower deductibles. And you don't have to be vaccinated to apply. If you are on Obamacare, uninsured, or your employer coverage is too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. That's 813-212-2580. Or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net. They can design a plan that is managed and designed by you and not the federal government.
7: Word of Life creates faith-defining experiences that give students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walks. We share the gospel and support local churches in over 80 countries through high-energy youth camps and events as well as 11 Bible Institute campuses. If you're looking for hands-on, practical help in your church, Word of Life Youth Ministries offers local advocates as well as biblical, relevant curriculum to help you serve better. Learn more. At Wol.org.
16: The mystery of two creations author Emmanuel J. Charles' it's first time reveals the secret of creation account from the book of Genesis, which was unknown to mankind for ages. Pastors and evangelists can start teaching creation account in churches boldly without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students who are walking away from the faith due to lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution will find answers in this book. Adam and Eve were not evolved from animals, but created by God Almighty. God of the creation is the God of science. Visit Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com to purchase your copy
4: today. Get your copy of The Mystery of Two Creations by Emmanuel Charles at Barnes & Noble or Amazon today.
11: Mature, active adults can earn additional income with a flexible schedule as a companion at Seniors Helping Seniors in Pinellas and Hillsborough County. If you have a desire to help active seniors, then Seniors Helping Seniors would love to talk to you. Being an in-home caregiver offers a great sense of purpose and fulfillment and can provide you with extra income. Join the team at Seniors Helping Seniors. Learn more when you visit 813seniors.com. That's 813seniors.com.
17: The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from crosscards.com. It's free for you, it's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com.
8: At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is... Is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel, weekday afternoons at two and again at nine thirty on Faith Talk five seventy and nine ten and online at Let's Talk Faith dot com.
5: And we're back, Bill Bunkley, here with the final segment of this day, the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are in the height of just suspense because what a, what a remarkable emotional story of Jane Blasio, taken at birth, stole out of the back door, back door of a clinic, along with who knows really how many others and how many total dollars a whole community that knew the lie that the kids would even kid about those kids in the playground. Hey, that's just a black market, baby, a black market guy. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking unbelievable. And then her journey, finding herself, finding herself back home. Now, now, now Jane Blasio is joining me. Now Jane, it's got to go quick because we only got like six minutes. I got two questions, (laughs) maybe three. The first one is, your parents, your, your adoptive parents, how do you feel about them? And, it, by the way, if it's too personal, you can say, Bill, I'd rather not answer that, and then we will respect that. First of all, quickly, how do you feel about your parents and their desire to have you, that this was going on, everybody was doing it, how do you feel about them today?
20: Uh, you know, one of the things that I have learned through this entire journey is that my parents, as well as Dr. Hicks and anyone else, They're just people, you know. My mother was desperate to have children. Her brother and her Mm. sister, they were having, they had two, three children each at that period of time. And she just desperately wanted to have a child. So that was the only way that she could get one. That was the only way that her and my father thought that they would be able to get it. So, you know, there's got to be a bit of understanding in this story as well. It can't just all be everyone's a villain, you know. And, you know, so.
5: Now let's go to your biological. I'm going to go in quickly because. I know you Go think ahead. I'm insensitive, but I got a hard, hard ending coming up. Now, let's talk about your mama. Now, with what you've done over the years as a federal investigator and still working on these cases, there are situations where maybe a mom was forced, maybe she wasn't forced to, to do this, maybe it was economic. But um, how about your mom? Because you wanted to to take that journey Just give us a couple highlights, because I want to give folks a reason to go pick up your book and read it and really contemplate. How did you go about finding your mom, and what do you think about her today?
20: So, um, again, there's no, I mean, you can't put yourself in somebody's shoes. But let let me speak directly about basically all of the women that were at the Hicks Clinic. You know, there were some women, a lot of women actually that went there that were married. And they didn't want to give up their child. But Dr. Hicks told them the baby had died, and then he sold it. This That's was right. an abortion clinic. It was known for its yes, abortions yes. when I showed up in 90, you know, when I, before 97, in the 80s and through the 90s. When I talked to the townsfolk, they said, what are you talking about, adoptions? There were no adoptions. There were abortions. Um, I was most likely a failed attempt. There were plenty of us that, were, that he induced early, were sure of. Um, that he in, he induced early, and if we were viable, he sold the babies. So there are a lot of us that are preemies that came out of the Hicks Clinic. Um, you know, women that, you know, for years went back to him and said, I heard my baby crying, I know that it lived, where is it? Mm,
5: mm, mm. Wow.
20: Yeah, so no condemnation mm. for any of the women in any way that touched with the Hicks Clinic. This was a place of deceit. This was a place that women went in with, with children and came out with nothing.
5: And, you know, for my audience, please forgive me because I know the the Hicks Clinic story very well. And it dawned on me as soon as Jane just mentioned that, that I never clarified that like 10 minutes ago, that it was an abortion (laughs) clinic. I just referred to it as a clinic. And please forgive me for that because that that just paints a whole different story. Um, But, you know, you heard Jane talk about the fact that she wants to reflect all the glory to her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ to God but you know the other side I want to say on her behalf you have been listening to a a woman of grace grace to the whole thing grace to her adoptive parents grace to her biological mom Dr. Hicks I don't know I I, I, I (laughs) gotta practice grace because I'm a follower but I don't know about that deal but I also can I can relate because my wife, Jane, miscarriages. That's all we had. And then we adopted out of the foster care system, which I worked on many years at the legislature. So I know a little bit about the yearning to have a child like your biological parents. I also know, uh, even in, in what I call, quote, unquote, a normal adoption, when the time comes when the adopted youngster, young lady, Wants to start knowing about the biological parents,
12: mm-hmm.
5: so we've lived that. And then when I overlap that, because I've known about your story for quite some time, um, but but to have your story overlap it, it just and uh, and just so you know, Jay, I'm president of the Florida Ethics Meritories Commission. I've been lobbyist for the convention, for our best convention for 26 years in Tallahassee. All of our adoption, um. Uh, foster care, I've been a part of all those laws as one of the advocates so your story just absolutely with all the testimonies I've dealt with through the years just stands out but thank you so much for being transparent I just got seconds left but Jane, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thank you The book is Taken at Birth, Stolen Babies, Hidden Lies and My Journey to Finding Home. Get your copy of Jane Blasio's book It Will Bless You I'm Bill Bunkley. Gotta go. See you tomorrow at three. God bless and good night.